0: that you're here I've got a lot to share with you today I just got back from princess night so today I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on the event and after-hours parties in general so hopefully this will be helpful information to you or if not at least entertaining (laughs) so while I was at Disneyland last week then I had the chance to do a genie plus test day and my goal was to see if genie plus was worth the money I get asked that all the time. So I didn't use it for the entire day and my friend did and it was such an interesting day to compare what I was able to do versus what she was able to do and I'm excited to share what I learned with you but that will have to wait until next week because it deserves its own episode. They've got a lot to share with you and I didn't want to try to squish it in with my Princess Knight review. So Before we get into the episode today, I wanted to share a review. This review is from AS020811. It says, Thank you. My daughter and I just returned from a trip to Disneyland. I hadn't been in over 20 years and was clueless about how to make the most of our time there. Thankfully, I found your website and podcast. Your tips and advice were invaluable. Even though we were at the park on a high crowd day, using your advice, we were able to get on 14 rides, see Fantasmic, the light show, and even the parade with a three-hour break at our off-site hotel. I felt like a pro. Thank you for helping make our Disneyland trip a success. Yes, that makes me so happy. I love reviews like this. sounded like you totally rocked your Disneyland trip, good for you, and thank you so much for your review. All right, there is no huge Disney news other than Toontown will be reopening on March 19th, and I am pretty excited to see the reimagined space. I won't be there for opening day, which is disappointing, but I do get to visit soon, so I'm not too sad about that. Thank you, thank you to everyone who submitted questions. Remember that you can send me your questions in voicemail form using the link in the show notes, or you can send them to my email at melissa at mixandsommagic.com. Just put podcast question in the subject line, or you can send me a DM and ask me a question over on Instagram. So today's question is from Claudia M. She asked, what is the best character breakfast? Oh. There's a few character breakfasts and they're all great but my favorite is the Minnie and Friends breakfast at the Plaza Inn. This is the only breakfast that is held within the park so the other breakfasts are held over at the Disneyland Hotel or the Grand Californian Hotel but I like the Minnie and Friends breakfast because there's something so special about being in the parks with the characters for that breakfast experience. There's a breakfast all-you-can-eat buffet And they've got mini waffles. Well, they're not just mini. They're like actually shaped like Minnie Mouse. (laughs) Or sometimes Mickey, depending on the day. And you know I am a huge sucker for waffles. So when you arrive at the Minnie and Friends breakfast, then you'll get to meet Minnie Mouse and get a picture with her. And while you're eating, then a bunch of characters will visit your table. You can expect to see characters like Tigger and Winnie the Pooh and Eeyore, Chip and Dale, Pluto, Daisy Duck, and sometimes the mice from Cinderella, whose names are Susie and Perla. And occasionally some rare characters like Captain Hook, Pinocchio, or the Fairy Godmother will also make an appearance. Now these characters come to your table. So you don't have to like get up and search them out. They'll all come right to your table and you can get up from your table and give them a hug and take pictures and interact with them. And each character usually makes a point to connect with each member of your group in some way, which I think is pretty wonderful. So you get a lot of individual attention from these Disney characters. If you do decide to go to the Plaza in Character Breakfast, you're going to want to have reservations. And I recommend making your reservations a little later in the morning so that you can still take advantage of Rope Drop. Okay, that's all we have for questions today. I have more, but they're going to have to wait because we got to get to my Princess Night review. So like I said, I just got back. And here's a little background on Princess Night, just in case you're not sure what it is. It's an after-hours event at Disneyland, and this is the first year they've held it. They have had they have other after-hours events, but this is the first year they've held Princess Night. And it took place on two nights, a Tuesday and a Thursday. It began at 9 p.m. and lasted until 1 a.m. And I can't remember exactly how much I paid. I think it was $179.00. I am not sure. But when you visit an after-hours event, you can get in usually three hours before the event started. So we were able to get in at 6 p.m. with our Princess Night ticket. And if you've listened to previous episodes, you're probably aware that I wasn't super excited about the idea of Princess Night. Because I originally bought tickets for Princess Night thinking... That I would be there for the opening of Toontown because the opening of Toontown originally was March 8th. And I thought, well, I'll already be at Disneyland for Toontown. This is the first Princess Night. I guess it would be fun to check it out. People are always asking me if these after hours events are worth it, and I haven't been to very many of them, so this would be a good thing for me to go to and experience. That was my thinking. So I bought tickets. And I was excited mostly to go to Toontown, and then the opening date for Toontown was pushed back to March 19th, but I already had flights and a hotel lined up and Princess Night tickets, which are non-refundable, so I decided I was just going to go anyway and make the best of it. But I'm not going to lie, I had a bit of a bad attitude about Princess Knight going into it, and I tried to not to, but I just wasn't excited about it. I'm not a big princessy person and I knew it was going to be a little bit cold. Plus the idea of staying up until 1am sounded terrible to me because I'm not a night person. I, I'm i not really a morning person either, actually. I guess I'm like a mid-afternoon person. Yeah, that's what I am. I can rock 1pm like nobody's business. <laughs> But mornings and nights are hard for me. So I went into Princess Night not expecting to really enjoy it much other than the obvious fact that I got to be at Disneyland, which is always fun. So I was hoping that it was going to be great and I was going to have a wonderful time and find it well worth the cost of the admission ticket. I did get to go to Princess Night with a few friends, which always makes it more fun And we arrived a little bit early because, like I said, with after-hours events, you can get in early. And so even though it didn't officially start until 9 p.m., we got in at 6 p.m. And our plan was to go into the park, grab something to eat, and kind of make a plan of attack for what we wanted to see and do during Princess Night. So once we entered the park, we got a lanyard and a wristband to show that we were Princess Princess Night guests. And we had dinner and kind of made our plan. They gave everyone, when you got your wristband, a little map that showed what was happening where and what specialty foods were available and things like that. Well, we were most interested in meeting Princess Leia from Star Wars because you'd think that Disney would have Princess Leia out meeting guests often over in Galaxy's Edge. She would be a huge hit. I mean, they've got like... Chewbacca and stormtroopers and Rey out walking around but you don't ever see Princess Leia. She is not a regular character. I'm not even sure when the last time that she was out at Disneyland was. I don't remember ever seeing her. So when Disney announced that Princess Leia would be part of Princess Night, everyone and I literally mean everyone was so excited to meet her. And I was also excited to meet Leia I was, like, not jumping up and down excited, but I thought, well, that will be fun and interesting, something different, and I was excited to meet some of the other princesses. So, the night's entertainment schedule said there would be a bunch of princesses to meet. I think there were close to 20, so here's the princesses that would be at the party. Princess Minnie Mouse, Princess Daisy Duck, Jasmine, Moana, Tiana, Pocahontas, Princess Leia, Ariel, Aurora, Belle, Cinderella, Elena of Avalor, Kidda of Atlantis, Merida, Mulan, Princess Ada, Raya, Sophia the First, and Snow White. So a lot of princesses to meet. There was also a Cavaclade featuring Giselle from Enchanted, and I was excited to see that. A princess dance party with Vanellope from Wreck-It Ralph, a display of princess gowns from the past, and some photo ops. Plus, there was um, a nighttime show over on the Rivers of America that was taking place, I think, three or four times. There was also some specialty food that I wanted to try. And so we kind of had our plan of attack. We were going to meet princesses and Leia and see the show and the cavalcade and see the dresses and eat some yummy food. And hopefully it would be really great. We had dinner before Because we didn't want to waste valuable princess night time eating dinner. And I was starting to look forward to the night. Our goal was to get in line before the party even started to meet Princess Leia. Because we knew that she would be the most popular princess of the whole night. And so if we could get in line a little bit early, then we could meet her hopefully without a super long wait. That was our plan. So at about 7.30 we checked to see if we could line up and the cast member said, nope, nope, no lining up yet. We checked again at about 8.00, still the cast member said, nope, no line, you can't line up. And then we started checking like every 15 minutes or so until about 8.45 we went and checked and there was a huge line. The cast member told us that the line at that point would be about three hours long. I know. I know. A three-hour line had formed for Princess Leia before the e- party even started. I was p- kind of surprised when I shouldn't have been. I mean, the party only lasts three or four hours. It lasts four hours, and then there's a three-hour line to meet Princess Leia. This is not a great start to Princess Knight. So we got in line just to see how quickly it would move. The cast members were telling us that at some point soon they were gonna cut off the line because it would be too long and whoever was in the line would get to wait the three hours to meet Princess Leia and nobody else would get to get in line for her. So we got in line just to see how quickly it would move because I mean sometimes they say it's gonna be that long but it really starts moving quickly and it becomes obvious that it's gonna be much quicker. So we waited for a bit and at this point I already wasn't heavily invested in seeing Princess Leia, but if I was going to have to wait that long, I really didn't want any part of it. I got some video of her from a distance and I was good. So I opted to leave my friends in line and go get some of the specialty food offerings for us to try and to check out the dance party. The dance party was cute. It was on the stage in Tomorrowland and Vanellope from Wreck-It Ralph was up there along with the DJ and they were dancing and playing music and all the kids were down in front dancing, having a great time. That was fun and I did grab some yummy food that I was excited about. First, I tried the macadamia nut pretzel. It was a cream cheese filled pretzel, which I love. They sell those all the time, but it had toasted macadamia nuts and vanilla wafers with a caramel sauce drizzle. It was delicious, but messy, and I almost preferred the original cream cheese pretzel just because it's so much easier to eat. This one, you kind of almost needed a fork and a knife and tons of napkins and wet wipes, but it was very good. Next, I tried the Berry Good Churro. It was a churro rolled in raspberry sugar topped with freeze-dried raspberry crumbles, sweetened cream cheese drizzle, and garnished with micro-flowers. Now, this churro was gorgeous. The little flowers sprinkled on top made it look so fancy, and it was also delicious. I loved the freeze-dried raspberries on top. It was good. Well, it was good until I tried the micro flowers. I got a little tiny white daisy and it was so incredibly bitter. It really ruined the whole thing. And maybe you're not supposed to eat the flowers. I I don't know. They were sprinkled all over the top. I assumed that they were edible and I didn't die. So it wasn't poisonous, but that little daisy really ruined the rest of the churro for me. Okay, so at this point, we're still in line to meet Princess Leia and it has barely moved and we've been waiting in it for like 45 minutes. So we decide that waiting to meet her was not a good use of our Princess Night time and we bailed on the line and I was starting to get anxious to get moving along and check out some of the other things because I felt like we'd kind of wasted 45 minutes waiting for Princess Leia. So we walked by a display that was called Share Your Light where they had these big window panes set up and guests could write down a value or a trait that they have that brings light into the world. I thought that was kind of fun. And over by Small World, they had Cinderella's carriage set up that you could take a picture by. The carriage was absolutely gorgeous, but the line to take a picture by the carriage, not in the carriage, but by the carriage was about 45 to 60 minutes. So again, I just grabbed a picture as I walked by and that was good enough for me. They had a little archery stand set up where you could test your archery skills. It looked fun, but the line to try it out was about 45 to 60 minutes long. So, I decided I'm going to go meet some of the princesses. There's like 20 princesses you can meet during the party, so I expected to be able to meet a few. But guess what? The lines for each of the princesses was around 30 to 60 minutes, depending on the princess. Are you starting to see a pattern here with Princess Night? Long, long lines. And the park felt crowded. It didn't feel like any of the other after-hours events that I've been to usually feel like it felt like a typical busy day in the park just people everywhere and it was a little frustrating especially since Disney bills these after hours events as like very limited and they say they're not going to be selling many tickets for it but it felt like there were a ton of people there and the lines I mean spoke for themselves there were a lot of people there I did Catch a brief glimpse of Mulan. She was the only princess other than Leia that I actually saw when I was walking by. All of the other princesses were so buried by lines and people that I couldn't even see them. And so I liked the idea of meeting a princess, but I didn't want to wait that long to meet a princess. It wasn't what my heart was set on. So we decided to head down to Main Street, hoping that it would be a little less crowded down on Main Street. And it was when we were away from all of the princesses on the way to Main Street then I got to see the Cavalcade with Giselle from Enchanted and this was probably my very favorite part of the whole night she came riding by in a carriage she looked terrific and if you didn't know better you would have sworn that it was Amy Adams she was the perfect Giselle and it was really fun to see her she had her like mannerisms down perfectly she was really great it was probably my favorite part of the night I also looked at the princess gowns of the past display that they had, and that was fun to see some of their really gorgeous princess dresses on display. But at that point, I was feeling kind of discouraged by princess night, honestly. I thought that maybe trying some more of the specialty food would help make it better, save the night. And I tried the raspberry coconut macaron. Nope, macaroon. There's a difference. Macaroons have coconut. And macarons are the little french cookie with the filling in the middle. I tried the raspberry coconut macaroon. I really liked that. It was just like the coconut macaroon, the Matterhorn macaroon that they sell at Jolly Holiday Bakery but with a little bit of raspberry. It was very yummy. I also tried a princess trifle. It was a chocolate mousse mixed with berry compote and vanilla cake and it was fine. One bite was enough for me. It was fine. I tried a mixed berry wagonade, which was a mixed berry lemonade from the Little Red Wagon. And I really liked that. It was tart and not super sweet, which is my favorite kind of lemonade. I don't like drinks that are super sweet, so I liked that. And then we strolled to the end of Main Street and they we saw Princess Daisy and Princess Minnie. They both looked adorable. I liked seeing them. That was a highlight of the evening too. Uh, We checked out a few of the photo ops, but they were mostly just painted backdrops and nothing special, but they didn't have long lines, probably because they were nothing special. We finished our night by watching the final show that they had for the event on the Rivers of America. It was called Soaring Melodies Under the Stars, and it was an inspiring musical performance with special appearances by Disney princesses and it was fine the performers were great but I was a little over underwhelmed by the night in general and while I enjoyed the show I didn't feel like it was enough to save the party for me so after that we left it was late we were cold and there was really nothing else we wanted to do the party still had I think like maybe 30 or 40 minutes but I wasn't interested in staying I was more interested in going to bed (laughs) So that's what we did. We just left a little bit early. And overall, I was disappointed with Princess Night. Now, I was worried that maybe my bad attitude about the evening beforehand had kind of trickled into the night itself, and I was judging it too harshly. But after talking to quite a few people who visited for Princess Night, I can confidently say that I'm not the only one who was not impressed. In fact, I don't think I talked to anyone who actually really loved it, which is really kind of too bad because I think it could be a great event. They just need to make some changes. The thing that I was most frustrated with was the lines everywhere. If people are paying for this event to come and see princesses, shouldn't they be able to easily see princesses? Does Disney really expect guests to wait Hours in line, like during a four hour event, just to meet a couple of princesses. Maybe they do, but I do not think that's a good use of time or money. I think that they should set up this event the way they do the Oogie Boogie Bash, which is my all time favorite after hours event. At Oogie Boogie Bash they have treat trails set up so you walk along a path and on the way there are a few stations where cast members pass out trick or treat candy and while you're walking the trail there'll be a little race platform or a stage with a villain on it and the villains talking and interacting with the people as they file past. You can take a quick selfie with them, but you don't get to hug them or high-five them or anything like that. But you do get to interact with them, take pictures, and they'll come and crouch down behind you for a selfie. They'll pose for pictures. It's really great. So these lines move really quickly. And you can meet a bunch of the Disney villains without waiting long at all. And I feel like they should do something similar for Princess Knight. Why couldn't they just take out the candy part and have walkways set up where people can file past and wave and grab a selfie with each princess and say hello? I mean, I feel like it would work much better. There might be a few people who are disappointed that they aren't able to hug their favorite princess, but I think overall, most guests would prefer to just wait a few minutes to meet each princess rather... Then wait for hours because then they could move on and do other activities or other attractions. I think it would work really well and I hope Disney changes that in the future. They could even name it something cute like the Princess Promenade or something. That's totally what they should call it. So that's what I hope to see in the future. I think guest satisfaction for this event was very low and... In my opinion, it was because of the lines and the accessibility to the princesses. It just could have been so much better. So by the end of the night, I felt like I had kind of wasted my time and money. The highlight of the night was seeing Giselle ride by, and that lasted for 30 seconds. (laughs) But I was mostly annoyed with myself that I hung in there with all the Princess Night events and activities. I wish I would have just tossed it out the window and said, This isn't working. This isn't fun. I don't want to wait in these lines. And I wish I just would have ridden a bunch of rides. Because the lines for the attractions were incredibly short. Because everyone was stuck in long, crazy lines to meet the princesses. And I could have just had the best time ever riding a bunch of rides. And then I probably would have loved Princess Night. I would love to do another after-hours event, but next time, I'm not going to bother with the meet and greets and the photo ops and the specialty foods. I'm just going to go ride on the rides and see what I can get done with almost no waits for attractions. That's my goal for the next after-hours event, unless it's Oogie Boogie Bash, because I do love Oogie Boogie Bash. That's the one after-hours event that I love and I think is worth the extra cost It's so fun. They have so many great things going on. They have a special parade and they have Villains Grove and they have the treat trails and you meet all the villains. It's just very fun. So that's one after hours event that I always recommend to people. It's coming up starting in September, September and October. So if you think you might want to go to Oogie Boogie Bash, start planning for that now because tickets went on sale, I think the end of June last year. So it'll probably be similar this year. So if you're interested in Oogie Boogie Bash, start paying attention to when tickets drop because they do sell out. Okay, there you have it. My plug for Oogie Boogie Bash and my honest review of Princess Knight. Wah wah wah. I wish I had better things to say with it about it. I really tried hard to find the positive. <laughs> oh it's just too bad. I hope they do it again and I hope they make it much, much better. Well, I am excited for next week's episode. So like I said, while I was at Disneyland, I did some strategy testing with Genie Plus, and I teamed up with some friends to test out different rope drop strategies and to find out if Genie Plus is actually worth the money. And does it matter where you start your rope drop? Do you, Is it better to start in Adventureland or Tomorrowland, or can you just start right at Fantasyland? Does it matter? I found out and I'm going to tell you all about it. I spent the entire day not using Genie Plus and my friend spent the whole day with Genie Plus. And so how different were our days? Did she ride significantly significantly more rides than I did? I can't wait to tell you, but you're going to have to wait till next week to find out. I have a lot to share and I'm excited. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. You are the best. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode. It's going to be a good one. Also, send me your questions for our Q&A portion of the show. You can DM me your questions on Instagram or send me a voicemail using the link in the show notes. I hope you have a great day. Thanks so much for being here. I will be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.